Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side Side stories. stories. (laughs) Yes. Back on the scene, feeling oh. mean. Man. Feeling mean on the scene, baby. The classic Kissel-Zabrowski connection. I'm <laughs> feeling on the gay scene. as a bird today, man. That's, That's how I feel. Oh, do you think all birds are gay? I, I hope that they are. That would make, make them happy. Sure, whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're seeing, you're using the 1950s meaning of the word gay. Yeah, absolutely. Joyous, uh, celebratory. It's it's a birthday. Maybe it's a wake. I don't know what people do anymore. Um, that was yeah. my funny, that was my mom's like funny way of saying a man was homosexual, is that she would say he was happy and lighthearted. Oh, you're just a wonderful <laughs> Polish Italian mother. That's what um, she used to do. Man, so last night, so I the the slime in my neighborhood is like significantly tapered down. That's like, you good. know, and I'm still looking for it. Of I go course. around, I, I I sniff around. Have for you it. seen it pop up on your citizen app yet? Is it like a little red dot slime patrol letting everyone know there is a slime in the area? Keep your kids no. inside, don't walk your dogs. There was another app. I forget what it was called, not citizen. It was another app that was a neighborhood app that I tried for a second, but then people were just gossiping. Oh. So I stopped I stopped following it. But the slime was popping up on that, but that's fine. Good. But what I've noticed, okay. So last night, this is not bullshit. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I went out to walk Wendy about midnight. It's a little late. As for I'm a walk, walking. But... That's when she that's her last walk of the night. Okay. Because if not, she wakes us up at five o'clock in the morning and you go pee. All right, all right. So she has to get one last squirt. No matter what. And I don't even understand because her bladder must be the size of a kidney bean. Yeah, probably the size of a walnut, something like that. Yeah. I don't know how big a dog's bladders are. I've never tried to find out with my dick. Well, that, right? that's disgusting. You could also use yes. a, uh, a knife, which if you, <laughs> are, if you are a veterinarian, or you <laughs> could Google it, I guess. There are many other ways to find things out other than using uh, a, uh, a body part, but yeah. I like using my digits. To explore. All right, what's the so, point of the story, Henry? So I was outside, and I have a weird-ass neighborhood. I don't know what's going on, and I really do think that. And it's not just the weed in me and in people in the neighborhood. But I swear to God, I'm going on the street. Dog starts going nuts. It's mm-hmm. a weird-ass noise. She's like, it's like going, hey, 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 hey. I look, and there is this, these lights are coming up from behind this building there's a bunch of construction happening over there, but these, like a blue, electric blue light. Like, it was mm. coming out of some kind of generator, and it was going, wah, 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 
wah, wah, wah, wah, this crazy, filling the entire street with noise. Okay. When he's going nuts, when he can't handle it. Like, so something happened. She's acting like she's seeing stuff. It's got this weird, and I was like, I wigged out, right? I picked up Wendy, we walked back in the street, because I wanted to go explore, but Wendy, I couldn't go with Wendy. Of course. So I went to go, like, look over there, but by the time I looked over there, the lights had stopped, right? And this is the middle of the night. Right. I come back into the house. Because I've heard this noise before. It was in my parking lot. And I thought it was some strange alarm. But actually, it was this weird, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I don't know what it is. That's the story? Is you, you yes. heard us? How old are you? What is I happened to, to your brain? You, I went to go it's look like those where the lights were, and then the lights were gone. I don't even know what the company is. It's like some progressive commercial or insurance commercial, and one of their friends starts acting like everyone's parents, and then he's like, oh, look at this. Oh, you know, uh, barely working or have it hard, working hard or hardly working. You're somebody's father in some, but you don't have a kid. I don't understand what's going on. Wendy is my child. All right. This is Side Stories, everyone. I am Ben Kissel. That's Henry Zabrowski. Um, maybe Elton John is your new neighbor. Could no, that be I it? Think- maybe Elton John moved in. This is just Elton's nightly routine. He puts on whatever lamp he puts on to maintain such a youthful look. Maybe that's but what's But Nat happening. didn't want to go out with me. I was like, Nat, let's go out. And she's like, you're scaring me. Stop scaring me. And I was like, let's go find these lights right now. And then by the time I walked back out there, the lights were gone. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what the hell it was. All I know is that I have the movie Repo Man is happening in my neighborhood right down the street. And I'm missing it. You're missing the whole damn thing. And maybe that's best. Maybe that's for the best. Because I don't necessarily know if your character in this movie is going to end up alive by the end of it. As long as I'm living, man. As long as I'm living to my fullest extent. Because I. You're going to be the the first one dead. I have to go and I have to discover these mysteries. I have to contribute something to society. This is not just about comedy and about making art. We got to go out there. If I can get a hold of. Whatever one of these orbs are that's coming out of uh-huh. this, whatever even some kind of broken, maybe they 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 cut through some lime rock or something, and underneath there mm. is all this like maybe it's like chuds, maybe it's something else, maybe finally we're catching the breach, maybe they found a ley line all filled with orgone, just like up to its fucking pulsating veins in orgone, Could and I want to go touch it, and then I become like the super Polish, like you become like what the Thule Society was hoping they would do with the Germans, but for good, uh-huh. not well, for bad. We're going to talk about the Polish a little bit later on in this episode. I do think there is a direct correlation with the legalization of marijuana in Los Angeles and and the slime sightings and the pulsating light sightings. Uh, it seems like your brain is full of weed. Perhaps you're not seeing things clearly. And maybe you need to switch to whiskey and then you'll have the courage to go over there. I was with drinking Wendy, whiskey. With Wendy. I was drinking whiskey. What's going on? And smoking weed. You just don't okay. understand. You act like the same thing, too. I've seen you put your Bud Light goggles on where you're like, <laughs> now let's get to the center of this story. And you've never course, been more certain in your life when you're I, filled I with BLs. I know for a fact what's going on. All right. I want to talk um, about this one letter first. I want to talk about the letter of the do a 10 party. A- really quick. Okay. So we had the Furnace, uh, the Furnace Festival in Philly. Actually happened, and this again, Henry. You know what this is a reminder of? If you build it, they will come. Not sober, but they will arrive. It looked to me like a pretty big hit and a good communal event for the uh, for the uh, community there in the society. It seemed like it was a lot of fun. 
Yeah. Um, there was about 150 people came. I saw Good. a couple of people, a little couple of pictures there. Uh, with, I thought it was very interesting with a couple of people uh, t- uh, toasting each other with Bud Light Limes. I'd like oh, to right. think that that was a, 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 a shout out. To us, if not, sure. sure, but if not, great. What parallel thinking? Um, the letter, if you don't remember, it was written by a person who called himself Abba, and he said this is to inform you that all the food ate since first grade is alive in your body, especially mm-hmm. the dead animal remains or meat since it was cooked alive and is alive in your body. Anywhere it goes now, you must go with it. That's 365 days a year from first grade to now. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Also, newborn baby received your first grade body or a meal just like the 365 days a year. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. It's a very intense letter, but basically it ends with, there will be a meeting on April 27th, 2019, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, and the subject of a building, a steel furnace, 27th and Gerard Avenue on the vacant lot. And it seemed like quite the party. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of people having a good time. And the, the best part about it, Henry, did you see the picture of the man who wrote the letter? Yes, I did. He and what? What a character! I he mean, how, is, he must have been. He looked like because he was just. I think he was in a wheelchair. I'm fairly certain. And well, this he was one video. Blankets. The Philly voice put it real. His name is Milton yeah. Jackson, 64 mm-hmm. years old. Looks like he's 85, but that's because well, he's been on the street for. He's been. He's lived in Brewery Town for many years. Many of them as a homeless man. Yeah. And he wrote the letter. I do like how the Philly voice constantly calls him a wheelchair user. Like he chose to use a wheelchair. Well, uh, honestly, he might not require it. That is possible. He's, uh, you know, he's a, he's a man about town. Uh, he is homeless currently, so maybe the wheelchair is his ultimate mode of transportation. It might just be more comfortable than walking. Makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely, because then it's like your car is also your. I mean, you can always relax. I like relaxing in my car. Absolutely. So, uh, he didn't speak as much as he had a spokesperson by the name of Bessie Jones, who was a brewery town woman. She considers herself a student of the teachings of Jackson, who she initially mm. referred to only as Abba, and basically Bessie's daughter Sarah insisted they share his real name so that people could actually know who he was. He wrote the letter. They were scared to put it out because they were afraid of the repercussions. They rolled right. him in there at 2 p.m., about two hours after the party started. Milton Jackson, he did not speak much, but for he did say, he did say apparently just the sentence, baby Jesus brought to life. All right. So that's good. good. That's that, good. He, yep. He's in there. Baby Jesus screaming in a cradle somewhere brought to life. That's good. That's what you want as opposed to a lifeless baby Jesus. That's not something you can party around. You have to mourn. But people were hanging out, and apparently um, Bessie was saying the way she sort of extended the lessons from the letter. If you want to go read the full transcript of the letter, I suggest you do. It's fun. Uh, But she did say she was trying to kind of describe what his teachings were all about. Okay. And she says that it's not about turning people into statues. Mm -hmm. Though Milton, a vegetarian, does think that meat remains inside humans for extended periods of time. It does. He compares our human bodies to a furnace. What we all want to be is a furnace so we can purify ourselves and get rid of dead remains and things that are toxic to our bodies. Hmm. Abba doesn't eat meat. He always tried to get us to not eat meat. Okay. I like this guy. I mean, he's got a message. He's motivated. I am personally not a vegetarian, but I do understand the vegetarian mindset. I feel bad every time I eat 
pork. It's just so good, but pigs are also so cute and so smart. So this man, his heart was in the right place. He sent out the letter. They said, what's going to happen? Everyone's going to make fun of you, much like uh, what what everyone told um, Adam Sandler. They're all going to laugh at you. They're all going to laugh, laugh at, you. at you. They're all going to laugh at you. But you know what they didn't do? They didn't laugh um, at him. They laughed with him as they all communed together in a beautiful Philadelphia park. It looked like an absolute blast. And if this doesn't motivate you to get out there, spread your word around, and all you have to do is is have a destination in mind. That's what he did right, Henry. They asked him what did he think of the furnace party, and he said he wasn't surprised. No, he's not surprised because he planned it. That's the perfect thing. He planned it all. I really take a lot from this, Kissel. I I really do believe the same thing. It's about if you want to see something to change in this world, you got to go do it. Absolutely. If there's a if there's a party that you wish you were a part of that wasn't there, you're not getting invited to. Right. Throw your own goddamn party. Bring Make the party your own to you. stuff. Go out there, follow your own goddamn yep. dreams. And it's not about pulling yourself up by the bootstraps. It's about maybe possibly fashioning bootstraps. Absolutely. Think and think about that. If you this, could fashion your own bootstraps, I took yep. it a lot from you when I did the documentary. I was forced to sit. You're you're putting together a documentary about your ah, uh, yes. election cycle. This is uh, going to be so the the documentary. Travis Irvine is working on it. My friend Earnhardt's going to do the band, great band. Uh, they're going to do the music, and uh, it's going to be called "Hail Yourself America." And because of this documentary experience, which should be out sometime this year, um, Henry is forced to say nice things about me in front of a camera. Not forced, but. I feel like you would say nice things. I, I, I was truthful. <laughs> I was truthful, and I think that that was important. But a part of it is that I, I think the what was nice about the, what, the, of what uh-huh. I said, what was nice, what I said, okay. was that your uh, election cycle, you running for Brooklyn Borough president, was more about, to me, the fact that you can go from having very little political influence and and not coming from money and not coming from political family, you could go and you could put together in your own election campaign and you could make yep. it work. And, and it's you can about, get on a ballot. Get on that ballot. It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's all about you knowing that you could you have to just kind of make it so that there's no alternative to you doing the thing and then you do the thing. Absolutely. And so this man, the furnace party, and whatever you want to do in life, and you're not going to win the first time. Promote, I mean, Henry Definitely and I in the, in the arts... This is the only thing that Henry and I, this podcast that you're listening to and last podcast on the left, Top Pad, all the uh, the network, this is the only thing we have ever succeeded at. Ever, and this was only because we had to do it all ourselves. And we're still everyone, ripping on by the tips of our fingers. We're like we're the dude holding. from Free Solo, just like, how are they even staying up? When, when I don't is, know. <laughs> you know. I don't know. Because if you saw us, like if you actually saw the graphic representation of what it's like to be an independent artist making oh. Oh to God. try to make a living as as this, you would just see us hanging on the side of the, the mountain with the little like because he had those weird like monkey toes. I saw a free solo. Oh had, my like, God, it was so good. Around. Yeah, but it was crazy. Eventually, be like, who catches those guys when they fall? Like, huh. Oh no, they go straight into the dumpster. Yeah, go straight into the cavern. They go to Splattertown. Well, anyway, so thank you all so much for your support, and we want to support you in whatever you're doing as well. But let's talk a little bit, sticking in the art world. So we're talking about Israel Keys this week, uh, or last week's episode of Last Podcast on the Left. So Ace of Base was something that we joked about Israel Keys liking in our Israel Keys episodes. Does he actually like it, uh, Ace of Base? We don't know. We don't but know. we joked about it, and it turns out we may have not been that far off. 
Evidently, the lead singer uh, or the founder of Ace of Base, it's this dude named Ulf Ekberg. He was, before he saw the sign, he was a neo-Nazi skinhead. And they got some photos of him doing the classic neo-Nazi salute and whatnot. But this is really, how do you go from being a neo-Nazi to creating some of the more lighthearted music of the 90s? I think that maybe they're really, really close to each other. Maybe. I've always talked about Taylor Swift as if she, I mean, she is. She's the Nazi ideal. If mm. if Goebbels could have put together a perfect pop star for the Nazi race, it would have been Taylor Swift. It could have been. But don't bring Taylor down. Taylor doesn't like the Nazis. We don't know. I'm, I'm telling you oh, what, she, I bet she'd be like, Oh no! Meanwhile, like taking the money and put it in a bucket that comes from their pockets. I mean, like I'm not certain that she's. Uh, she'd be like, "Well, maybe my music can turn them around." But first, have a shirt too, and oh, oh here's well, some scrunchies. I don't know what else she sells. Even the Salvation Bucket outside of every Walmart and Target during the Christmas season probably got a couple of coins in there slipped from the fingers of uh, neo Nazis and white supremacists. Sure. I would assume so. Maybe I don't know. I don't really want to harp on this too much, but you know, because you, you can go after them all you want if you feel like it it's it's already been put out there he did uh i'm reading some of the lyrics that he had from his uh, original nazi punk band that was called commit suicide and um they sang songs with explicit racist lyrics yeah um how explicit you well, might ask do you want to read should i even read these well <laughs> I'll, so it's so pretty says, rough yeah it says uh yeah, men in white hoods march down the road. We enjoy ourselves when we're sawing off. You can imagine that is the N-word. Heads, immigrant, we hate you. Out, out, out. Nordic people, wake up now. Shoot, shoot, shoot. I saw the sign, <laughs> and it opened up my eyes. I saw the sign. No, it don't matter without understanding. That's where. That's how we. I bet you those were the the original lyrics were all scrapped because you know sometimes they'll write like stunt right. lyrics while they're putting in the music, and they just have to be like, "Hey, um, he's like, okay, uh, guys, can you tell me what's a really bad word for Asian people? We're like, uh-huh. let's, we don't need it. Let's let's write a song about dancing." Indeed. Well, it's a much better song. And I don't know, maybe he did have a transformation in his life. Everyone can change. I got nothing wrong with Ace of Base. It is just kind of a funny coincidence that we were making that joke because Israel Keys is a colossal piece of uh, crap and a white supremacist. So anyway, they're, 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 that's a little that's a little synchronicity in the it Matrix is. here. It really um, is. Now, all right. Okay. But Henry, now this Ooh, is this next story coming okay, up. So. This is Henry. Henry is oh. salivating right now. Oh, he is I... like... He is like a, oh. like a hungry Saint Bernard. His jowls are dripping uh, with saliva. It, it just because the thought, the excitement of what's going on right now regarding yes. ufology, UFOs, oh. baby. Uh-oh. Disclosure is coming, y'all. Pew, pew, hear, hear, uh-oh, hear, uh-oh, hear, uh-oh, hear, uh-oh, hear. Uh-oh. Can we get Whoa. some of those horn noises in here? Travis, my horn noise sounded like I was like, buck, 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 buck. that's <laughs> not strange. a horn. I, I am from Wisconsin. I don't know <laughs> what people do. very weird. Uh, disclosure is coming. Okay. Slowly in trickles, and it's happening, unfortunately, under the reign of Fatboy president, but it's pretty amazing <laughs> that it is the way that it is. Uh, we're, the first thing it's showing, obviously, you're going to have to read a little bit between the lines here because they're not openly saying that there are UFOs, or they right. know what they are, or they're what they've been tracking them. What they're saying is they're going as far to spend government money and change government standards of reporting UFO sightings to the U.S. Navy, right. which is 
actually something not to bat a nutlash hat because this is something that is very difficult to change. It mm-hmm. requires a great deal of energy, and it's not something they're going to do unwarranted. Now, what no. they have here in an article by the fucking Washington Post, which is what I love about this shit. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't, WAPO is all right, but would you no, say this because every, before, sometimes, you know what I mean? Because no, no, a lot of times yeah. it's in like... In the in the Della Punca Courier, you're having, like this is a real newspaper. Yes, that is that is true. Before we get into that, the Navy, as you just mentioned, is the Navy on the front lines when it comes to uh, UFO research? They got the planes. They're in the well, middle of freaking nowhere half of the time. That's where Project Blue Book was centered. Okay. The U.S. Navy is traditionally has always been uh, involved in the quote unquote the unexplained aerial phenomena research and of the U.S. government, and per- perhaps the Pentagon. We saw a little bit of that with the revelation of ATIP and OFSAP mm-hmm. coming out, which we covered a little bit in our Skinwalker Ranch episodes. Right. Now, according to WAPO, a recent uptick in sightings of identified flying objects, or as the military calls them, unexplained aerial phenomena, has prompted the Navy to draft formal procedures for pilots to document encounters, a corrective measure that former officials say is long overdue. Wow. These intrusions, they're saying... That enough UFO sightings have been happening in military-designated airspace. It's been a regular basis since 2014. They're saying up to multiple times per month to wow. the thing to the point where pilots are so angry with their bosses, saying you have to you have to listen to us. They are reporting things that we they're reporting orbs quite a bit. Awesome. Um, this is like literally actual chrome orbs flying through the sky. They're saying these tic-tac-shaped objects, which if you look up, if you look up the tic-tac UFO of December 2017, you can see this footage. They're saying these porcelain white objects with no seams hmm. are flying through military airspace. This is this is a huge deal. The fact that they are talking about absolutely this. for so long, just the idea of bringing up this subject would make you a laughing stock to most people, which I think is probably still true because they figured out how to beat us, which is you do a cultural victory like in Civ Five, where mm. you change the minds of everybody else so that they automatically think you're a terrible you think you're stupid just for even talking about UFOs. Right. So this is it is to Henry's point really fascinating. The Navy actually came out with a statement. The Navy, the U.S. military very rarely makes statements about UFOs. Obviously we had um, the disclosure that they paid $25 million bucks for a secret program. As, uh, relatively recently, I think Harry Reid, uh, the Democrat in Nevada was a part yeah, of that. Yeah, but $22 million isn't even fucking anything to the it's, U.S. government. That's their I fucking, uh, that's their, uh, their Nespresso budget. Yeah, exactly. Seriously, that is their snack budget for a Thursday. And of course Bill Clinton in like 94, he was on Jay Leno, I think, and he's like, I want to get to the bottom. I'm going to get to the bottom of these UFOs. And of course, Meanwhile, yeah, they- he's just like, maybe he was already the bottom of several interns. Come on. <laughs> yes, Do you remember this? Really, I Come remember on. that. Hey. So the Navy actually came out and said there have been a number of reports of unauthorized or unidentified aircraft entering various military controlled ranges uh, and designated airspace in recent years. So they're doing this for safety concerns. They also said the Navy is updating and formalizing the process by which reports of any suspected incursions can be made to the cognitive authorities, a new message to the fleet that will detail the steps of reporting in its drafts. So this is, Henry, would you say this is probably the biggest UFO news since when do you, I mean, since we found out that there was actually a million dollar, multi-million dollar program. 
Yes, this is very big news. It's it's just showing it's what we kind of I think the UFO community quite often wanted this slow disclosure. Obviously, this is not full on disclosure. They're still saying like they don't want them called UFOs. They don't want to say ships. They just need very perfunctory descriptions of what people are seeing so that they can label it phenomena. And then God knows what they're going to do with it. But mostly it's a it's it is them showing a little bit of their cards Saying, right, not, we have been throwing money at this to try to figure out what it is. And probably the reason why we're not saying anything about the research that we're doing is because we don't know what it is. We're witnessing something that is a, a, a tenuous relationship with our idea of reality, which is very difficult to introduce millions upon millions of people to because it's going to freak them out. But it's yeah. important for once we get down to brass tacks, which I think they're going to realize, these UFOs are not just ships. These are not just spaceships from another planet. This is some kind of psychic phenomena. And that mm. once we can crack open the other side of the the science end of this and say, this is how interdimensional crafts work. This is why we are, we are a one of many universes and how we can explain it and how somewhere deep inside our reptile brain, it functions as an antenna for these things. And we kind of half create them as they go. All right. It could also just be a flying big boy like the film uh, Austin yes. Powers, if you I recall remember. how Dr. Evil escapes in a flying big boy. I really, uh, of course, I, the fast yes. food restaurant. Could be one of those. It's in a giant Johnson. Uh, remember that when they had a bunch of euphemisms for penis and they, they called do. that? On the, oh, that, that, they made a lot of money on that movie. A lot this more is, than we'll ever make. This anyway. is what happens with the ufology discussion. As it always comes back to Austin Powers. Well, that is not the first, uh, well, that's not the only, rather, uh, alien news. There's a professor out of Oxford University who is putting his name on the line. This dude's name is Young Hei Chi, and he claims that aliens are breeding with humans to survive the climate apocalypse. Um, he wrote a book in his native language, his Korean uh, language. It is called Alien Visitations and the End of Humanity. And he says there are four types of aliens, small, tall, and blonde, aliens with scales and snake eyes, and finally, insect-like aliens, the latter of which call the shots. So this man sounds like Henry Zabrowski, but again, he is an Oxford professor. So maybe is something's going on in, here. buddy. It's trickling in. I think that we're gonna we're seeing some stuff. So what he basically did is that he took all of the uh, reports from people to, uh, talking about being abducted. He took all of this information and he said, "If he's basically saying, if all this is true, mm. this is the these are the things that come up again and again, which is." These human beings are abducted, uh, i.e. animals. Their sperms are sklish, 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 sklish. They, uh -huh. they, get, they get the juice. They uh -huh. scrape them eggs. They make a hybrid with their, their DNA mixed with our DNA in order to slowly seed our planet with these hybrids. And then basically you create deeper and deeper hybrids. So you're now fuck making hybrids fuck. You ah. get two hybrids up in the sky, which is true. I've seen these type of abductions where people are kind of Put up in the sky. They are all of a sudden they're meeting somebody else. They start fucking basically hypnotized by rays. 
They have uh-huh. to start fucking each other. And that those babies, which are then stolen in the night quite often, where it's like they a person will be pregnant and they get abducted, and then the baby goes missing because well, they're putting it in their baby farms. They might just, of, of course, be telling their partner that because they fell out of love with him uh, and yes. or her, and then they say the baby must have been abducted, even though perhaps they went to ha- go to a doctor and, and have the baby abducted to another land entirely as well. It's quite possible. possible. But what I would say, though, is that if you want some good deep dive uh, material for this, look up Dr. Young as in... As in uh, Sean Young. Uh, Sean Young. <laughs> <laughs> and then Hey Chi... Which is H A E dash C H I. God knows, I didn't even spell this right. And there's a great, uh, there's a great lecture he did called "The Environmental Crisis and the mm. Increase of Alien Abduction." And there's a couple of lectures he has on there that are very, very interesting. It's again, it's just done by legit people, which is yeah. why it's starting to make news. Well, he's of course- a, he's a, takes all of the. T- uh, there's another guy named David Jacobs that does a lot of research who's been who has been compiling abduction research under his group, the International Center for Abduction Research, that has a lot of shit. I would love to see the emails they get sent on a regular basis from people who claim to be abducted, but in reality, they were just blackout drunk. So according to Chi, the aliens, they share the same biosphere as us, and we're messing it up. So they're getting mad at us. This is what he said. He said, they come not for the sake of us, but for the sake of them. Their survival, but their survival is actually our survival as well. Their survival of the entire biosphere. That is where I progressed in developing my theory, and I'm looking for more evidence to support my view, which actually that makes the whole we come in peace thing much more plausible if they do rely on uh, our biosphere. Maybe they won't just nuke us out of existence because it might hurt them if they do. They are just trying to. It's almost the opposite. It's that they can't do an overt they can't show up with battleships and blow us up because that's not what they're trying to do. What they're trying no. to do is replace us. They're trying to slowly but surely replace us so they can live in our world because according to, if you want to believe the more extended lore about the alien agenda, is a lot of these people, specifically greys, are coming from an area of, a, basically area of the universe that is dying. And they come oh. here and we match up and so they are just slowly but surely being like, well, hey, this is for everybody because we'll make you guys look like skinny Kate Mosses that can also uh, live in our starships, but we also then get all of your gold and we get all of your oxygen. With any luck, they'll land in Indiana first and realize that indeed this planet is failing as well. Um, So just get out of here. Get 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 out of here. That's what I say. So no, she, man. I just say I fucking know. be come be on the show. Come, come be on the. If you're an alien and you're listening and you're getting this in your spacecraft, Skype in or whatever. Like click clack. However, whatever your version of Skype is, we'll download it. Come on the show. Come on uh, the show. I want it. Honestly, you know, I'd love to have. I'd like to have a pretty legit channeler. I don't know if there's anybody out there that do, who does channel, but if you got some Pleiadians we could speak to, fucking pump them through the fucking net, dude. All right, there it is. That's alien, a little alien corner. All right, let's I'm just move. so excited, man. This is it's big cool. for me. It no, it is. It's absolutely awesome. It's big for all of us. It is. I I love it. I love that the Navy is commenting because you know these people in the Navy, like they like a general. These people are hardened. They don't want to talk about this nerdy shit. They don't want to, like they want to talk about war and peace. They want to talk about the Russians. They want to talk about that the Chinese is gonna the cyber war is the next big war, and we need to you know get a leg up on what's already a situation that we're losing. So you no, know, they I don't know. Want to, they don't want to talk about this. 
Although I do think it would be fun to be one of the seamen, a uh, one of the Navy guys there. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, no. I was about to say, it would be fun to be a little seaman just going through the tubes, coming yeah. at the cock. You could be inside a vagina and you're looking for eggs. I love eggs. Well, that's exact, proteins. That's why. That's basically what being a naval uh, military person is. You go through yeah. all the tubes in the submarine. Yeah, you know there. what my father did. That's my father. My father was a submariner. I know what he was. We had um, the same bodies. We were the same heights. You know what I mean? But also, my father was a pretty randy gentleman up until he met my sainted mother. Absolutely no. You would but have that's because that's why that's why my mom always put it about my dad is that when they used to talk way way uh, my mom she was like oh, when I met your father. Oh, God, Henry Thomas. The only women he would date were bar women. What do you mean, ball women? Bar women. Bar women. Bar women. Bar women. That's I the see. only thing she called it was bar women. And I was like, I love bar women. Yeah, what's like wrong with Just the- like your father. Just like your, <laughs> just like your horny father. Well, all right. Let's, let's come back to Earth here. I want to tell this story about this dude named Kai. Now, he is the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker. He has been arrested. Now, you probably have seen him, even if you don't think that you know who this guy is. I'm sure that you have seen him. He, he was like, a meme for a he, hot second. Yeah, He was a meme. He did this whole thing where it's like, smash, smash, smash. And everyone's like, that's so cute and funny. And he's like, kind of like lovable. He's just, he reminds me a little bit of Jesse from the Who Wants to Be a VJ competition from MTV yeah. in the 1990s. <laughs> Long hair, kind of strung I met out, him but- at an adult swim party once, and he was Fuck, he has not changed, which I actually think is is bad for him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he probably wants to change stage. just a little bit. Um, so anyway, this dude, Kai, you can just YouTube Kai and you'll see the video. His real name is Caleb McGilvery. And, uh, you know, again, he was the he was the um, he was the hatchet wielding hitchhiker. He was arrested without incident at a Greyhound bus stop at 6:30 p.m. That was in New Jersey. Now, why was he addressed? Uh, why was he arrested? Because this dude, Joseph Gelfi, was found dead. Now, this guy, authorities in Union County, named the animated couch crashing drifter as a suspect in the death of New Jersey attorney Joseph Gelfi. Gelfi was found dead Monday inside his home on Starlight Drive when offers when officers made. A uh, kind of a welfare check. An autopsy determined Gelfi died from blunt force trauma to the head. So it seems to me like this guy, Gelfi, because Kai's whole thing was that he was like surviving off the land. Well, he did was, he save somebody? He did something. There was did some weird story. Yeah, there was. Yeah, something he said there. he saved somebody for some guy. Um, but it seems to be that that is kind of run out. Yeah, because now it looks as if uh, he crashed on this guy's couch, and it seems as if he killed him. So a Union County District Attorney official declined to reveal how the hitchhiker was tied to the lawyer's killing. McGilvery, or Kai, is being held on $3 million bail and will be extradited to New Jersey. He was found at a Starbucks when a Starbucks, a hero Starbucks employee, spotted him and was like, that's the dude who's wanted for murder. Well, he also went viral. On, on fucking YouTube, it's really difficult to to hide yeah. unless you do that because that's a pro- some reason these meme people, these meme people. Yeah, it seems mean. to be they actually get a lot more like street recognition than anybody else because yeah. they're just being sent from person to person, and physically the computer screen's like nine inches from your eyeballs all the time, so it just gets burnt in there. Absolutely, and of course, you know, yeah, the meme people are always famous, and maybe it went to his weird little head. I mean, we've seen people like this in this industry yes. like when when Vine broke. 
Vine was an app. Seriously, I have to remind people what Vine was. That's how yes. weird it is. Vine <laughs> was an app where you recorded like six seconds of videos and you could loop them. And everyone was like, like, oh, Vine is the biggest thing ever. And then there was a thing called Vine Stars. And we knew one dude who was a Vine Star, really nice guy. But he was making a documentary about being a Vine Star. And of course, Wait, he before was you could like, finish the doc, he, the Vine thing was over. No, I remember because our manager had several Vine Stars. Because I remember him just being like, it's the new TV. We got to do it. This is it. We're all on board. <laughs> and then none of them can make the conversion from Vine to television because it's really difficult to go from making six seconds at a time of content to f- 21 minutes. Right. It's yeah. very, very difficult. But it reminds me of the Cash Me Outside Girl. But I believe the Cash Me Outside Girl is uh, like she has like a record deal. I think she's like doing well. I think that she is uh, a, a Hail Mary by the music industry to try to sell just any amount of records uh, at this point because that industry is dying. Again, speaking of dying, uh, this lawyer has been killed by Kai. This is according to uh, Union, County Pro- Union County Prosecutor Theodore Romancow. In a statement, this is what he had to say. Uh, he says, I am grateful for the overwhelming response and dedicated effort by the public and law enforcement that led to this arrest. I believe that everyone is a little safer with this person off the streets. Uh, his nickname, Kai's nickname, was also Kai Lawrence, Caleb Kai Lawrence, and Kai Nicodemus. Nicodemus? Wow. So he really maybe had a Jesus con- complex and probably has a series of mental health issues. Um, his video was shared on Stephen Colbert. Um, that was when uh, Stephen Colbert was still on Comedy Central with the Colbert Report, which was actually a good show, as opposed to whatever he's doing now. It's uh, sincere for- now. Don't you? Everybody likes comedians when they go super sincere, right? I they like the it when you point- get really serious. I thought the whole point was that they didn't. That we're not- I well, like you're go- not a good, you're not smart, you don't know, Kissel. Real comedians, what? Real comedians, they make you sad, and politicians are supposed to be funny, and you're supposed oh, to like them. Oh, that's the world we live yeah. in now. Yeah, well, yeah, co- co- politicians are supposed to be, uh, like, funny, they're supposed to have memes, and you're supposed to just love every single thing they do, every oh. single fucking thing that they do. And comedians are supposed to be philosopher kings that oh. tell you how to think and behave. Well, in no way is that an indicative side of Effect of how dumb we've become as a culture. No um, way. All right. So Kai looks like he might be uh, finally at. He might finally have a home. Unfortunately for him, it will be a New Jersey penitentiary um, because most hey. likely. Uh, hey, he could do going. worse. I really think he could do worse. I feel like I mean that's that is my thing. If I was ever homeless, I would fucking I'd be put in jail. I'd be put well, in jail. But I tell you what, I would do it for the people. I would do the I would right as everything was falling apart, because at that point Natalie will have left me. She will have taken Wendy. I will be under investigation for some sort of white collar crime. Uh, everything will be out of the house. I'm living on the street. And then I'll just put up a Twitter poll being like, Who do you who do you want me to mess up? It isn't oh. even about murder. It's about like who can I go and, and sabotage? And then I will let the public weaponize me to mm-hmm. go forward and just go at somebody. I can make somebody's life a living hell until they put me into into prison. Well, I think if you are homeless, you'll be able to find a way to commit enough crimes where they will put you uh, in prison. I mean, hell, even loitering. Uh, a couple of times caught loitering, they'll they'll lock you up for a few nights anyway. If I I'll- ever get if I ever get terminal cancer, I'm using it. You know well, what I mean? Be- you better, buddy. That's what but uh, I'm like using Jigsaw. It. That's exactly what Jigsaw does. Yeah, I'll be the good Jigsaw, but how Jigsaw ended up being good, I'm going to be like that. I'm going to do that. 
I know, I know. It, you wouldn't do that? With, if I had terminal cancer? Yeah, you, no, wouldn't, you wouldn't be a vigilante? No, I would catch up on Game of Thrones and all of these shows that I don't watch now. That's you what seriously yeah. just sit and watch premiere television? I'm living my life right now. When I get the I cancer, feel so I want my out. medical weed. I heard the medical weed is superb when you're on cancer. When you're on, when when you're you on that cancer. cancer. When you're on that no, you sweet, remember, sweet leukemia. Do you remember no. our super good buddy, Ron Krasnow? Yeah. He, when we used to go, when he got colon cancer, and he, he gave us some of that fucking sweet, oh. sweet cancer weed. And <laughs> Holy and Ron, shit. And Ron has made a full recovery and is doing great with his family. So that is that is a wonderful. It is wonderful, but I really, I'm very strange. I feel so left out right now because... Because I don't watch games of Thro- I don't watch Game of ah. Thrones only just because I I read the first two books and then I started watching. I tried to watch a show, but I just by the time it was going, it was too much to catch up on. So I I haven't watched a show, and then I haven't seen any Avengers films either, just because well, we've been so busy on the road. I haven't seen any of the any of these movies. Well, you know what um, I do. So I don't know what's happening. The plane, the plane ride up. You got to watch but the Avengers on there. If, They're always on there. It feels like such a waste to watch. Oh, that size of movie on the, f- the four by four fucking uh, plane screen sh- on the. Well, seat. I mean, they they shrink it down. You don't just see you don't just see Thanos's <laughs> big toe. I'm not a fucking I mean, asshole. They take it to scale. But I like, I, I am one of those. I'm becoming more David Lynchy as I go. I mean, sp- speaking of this, and also like watch a Hail Satan documentary last night, and I I'm, I'm going to become more and more of a crotchety Satanist as I get older. Well, you and know. I'm already halfway there. But it, uh, I, yeah. the, but David Lynch, with this has got not really equating to it, but I do feel like that, where it's useless. Like, when David Lynch, if he's on a plane and if he sees you watching a movie on your phone, he will he will knock the phone out of your hands. Just well, be like, I mean, then what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? David Lynch, you kind of accept it because he's a funny old man. But right. I can't do it right now. But I no. believe that movies should be seen either in theaters or in as big as a fucking television as I can purchase well, with the, my tiny hands when you're on a little delta flight you got the small you know like you said about five by five five by eight screen you got to sit real close and then it's a huge screen it's all perspective Henry. it's all perspective <laughs> you're ruining your eyes you're ruining yeah. your eyes oh no, that's a myth that's a myth i know i'd rather watch documentaries that's how i saw that free solo thing oh yeah free um, solo. so good then i made it through about 45 minutes of a star is born and then i shut it off so hard i shut that i hit the screen so hard that i woke up the person in front of me Shut yeah, that thing off. I had one person yell at me for tapping the screen too hard, but I didn't think I was tapping the screen too hard. And, and then, then what you do is aggressive fight for about five hours. You like let your face drift over to the side and be like, "What if I tap your fucking head too hard?" And then yeah. she'll smell all the JD on your on your breath. Yeah, you come a thing, and then you just wham, wham, wham. You got it's just that's like it's the passive aggressive well, wars that I fight every day in the streets of Los Angeles. It was a very svelte, maybe twenty five year old black dude. Like he was he was quite handsome, and maybe I was hitting the screen too hard. I didn't particularly think I was, but I How was hard also are you hitting the screen. I didn't think I was hitting it that hard. But it was also one of the first times I ever sat in a nice seat on an airplane. So mm. the guy turns around to me and I was like, How you doing, man? Like a big old redneck or something. And then he's like, Stop tapping the screen so much. And I was like, I it's thought like, we were going to celebrate being in the front of the. Okay. Yeah, I and thought then, we uh, made it. That's I what I thought I was like, we, we did. We made it. it, buddy. Exactly. Live from your grave. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. 
I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with Horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents' accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse pics over various country borders... I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But today, everything costs more. So smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one proven platform, helping you reduce IT costs, maintenance costs, and manual errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash streaming. netsuite.com slash streaming. Live from your All right, what is this shit with whale with harnesses? They could be a Russian weapon? Yeah, I wasn't sure if this was a top hat story or a side story story. So in Norway, they found this whale and it had a weird harness like it was going to its first day of whale school. And they found out it was a Russian uh, piece of technology that was used to monitor 
Uh, I guess wherever the hell the whale goes. I don't think the whale is like getting orders from the Kremlin to be like, well, no, and now this go is, down this canal. Have you seen this? So, I they, saw they saw the, this, this whale was swimming between the boats, right? Fishermen and waters near the small, small Norwegian village of Inga Jorgen. Reported last week that a white beluga whale wearing a strange harness had begun to harass their fishing boats. We were going to put out, we are going to put out the nets when we saw the whale swimming between the boats. Fisherman Jor Hestern told Norwegian broadcaster NRK, it came over to us and as it approached, we saw that it had some sort of harness on it. The strange behavior of the whale, which was actively sinking out the vessels and trying to pull straps and ropes from the sides of the boats, as well as the fact that it was wearing a tight harness, which seemed to be for a camera or weapon, which is, this is Austin Powers again. Austin Powers indeed. It raised suspicions among marine experts that the animal had been given military-grade training by Russia. Yeah, well, this is according to a Russian broadcaster. What says here? Inside the harness, which has now been removed from the whale, were the words, Equipment of St. Petersburg. Which is like, (laughs) they might as well have had like a dog tag on it that had like Vladimir Putin and then his cell phone number. You know what I mean? So that you could fucking call it. I don't know, man. No, this is is one of... Honestly, if this was the peak of human warfare we our society would be so much better this is so it would funny. be it's because it's kind of cute to have little whale warriors so this was according to a russian broadcaster gorvort moskov or moskova whatever the hell it is um this is a he said um and i can't do a russian accent if you want to do it henry feel free um, he says, if we were using this animal for spying, do you really think we'd attach a mobile phone number with the message, <laughs> please call this number? But then he also said, we have military dolphins for combat rules. We don't cover that up. So I just like, wait know. a second. You just said this something that none of us were aware of. So, okay. So you have dolphin weapons? Dolphin. But, oh, but it would be crazy to have a... A whale weapon. They take almost two weeks less to train than a dolphin. What? Absolutely. So you're saying it's easier to train them? But I'm telling you, the U.S., we got to get the sharks on board. We need to get seals. I don't even mind seals. Seals can do good covert ops, um, and they're kind of cute. Honor? And you know who eats seals? Whales. And what if a whale that ate a seal was one of those Russian whales? Now we got someone on the inside, uh, you know, with well, the little harness until he craps it Killer out. whales eat seals. But normal whales eat krill. Uh, yeah, I've seen them deep dive on that like they're at Old Country Buffet. They look to yeah. have a great time when they eat. They do. I mean, look at they look like they're always smiling. They really they get do. All the, they get in their weird brush teeth. But I I, 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 we could also weaponize tiny dogs. Yeah. Let's not forget that. Of course. We could definitely weaponize premier puppies by basically you get like a bunch of really nice puppies. This is actually a really fun idea. Yeah. You get a tiny little nuclear device and you feed it to the dog, right? Like you let it slide down its throat into its belly. You sell these priceless puppies, really expensive ones, to like a countess's daughter or something in Russia, like somebody who works in one of these these weird ass, like oligarchy, whatever, their criminal organization that runs the country. Anna Kornikova. I think she's pretty high up there now. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Mm. Why not? I bet. Mm-hmm. And then they, she goes in there with the puppies, and you detonate them by a remote, you kill everybody. Well, it would be sad for the puppies, but it wouldn't be the first time the U.S. has used uh, animals. The U.S. Navy, during the thing is, during the is Cold that if War, the puppies do it, if the, we use the puppies, they will die happy knowing that they served our country. And then what we well, can do is we can give those puppies post-memoriam, post-mortem, whatever the word is, yeah. purple hearts. 
Well, I think you have to survive. Well, yeah, no, you okay? All right, purple. do you? No, you have to survive to get a purple heart. I think you can get one post mortem. I'm pretty sure. So yes, I can. Agree we with give them medals of honor. Yeah, we can give them anything. What do you have to do to get a Medal of Honor? I think Medal of Honor is the highest civilian award that you can get. Um, I'm fairly certain. Or maybe maybe it's, and then you got the Purple Heart, which is the highest military award. I don't know. Don't quote me on any of that. But the U.S. Navy used dolphins during the Cold War. Apparently, they set up a special program for training dolphins and sea lions in California. The US, And it's called the U.S. Navy Marine Mammal Program. It was based in San Diego. It uses bottlenose dolphins and California sea, sea lions. And their job really does suck. Uh, their job is locating mines and other dangerous objects on the ocean floor. And I'm Whoa. assuming they locate them by hitting them. Hitting them and exploding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Shit. Then, uh, the U.S. Navy deployed dolphins to the Gulf during the Iraq War in 2003 to help mine clearance teams. Man, you would think this would be on the news every single day. Not that I think you would. It. Honestly, it's one of those where, like, holy shit! It's like, cool. this is what we used to do. Well, I'll tell you what. This is. I'm. I'm. I'm just thankful we're using. We're using dolphins instead of the original program, which was just using Mexicans. Yeah, just well, getting I, them down there. Which is, I mean, we've changed a lot. We've grown as a country. We're doing much, much better. Not using uh, forced labor to uh, do the hardest jobs. Although you could argue that we're forcing the dolphins to do it, unless, of course, they did sign up. Although they don't have a Opposable from thumbs, so they can't hold a pen, which makes that seem unlikely. I got opposable thumbs. That's what I called them, the <laughs> tiny little baby penises next to my big main penis. Oh, is that a lie you've made up for yourself? Yes, that's what I got. Little thumbs. <laughs> Kitty little thumbs. <laughs> All right. I, but I actually, but the thing about dolphins is that until they figure out how to use guns, well, they are they are going to be our subjects. They need to figure. If they they are starting to. They wonder whether or not dolphins can think and what they what they need to do. But the thing, at this point, there is a race at all times about who is the most capable predator, most capable mammal yeah. on this fucking planet. And the dolphins won in the game. They got to figure out a couple of things. They got to figure out how to be, make their own farms if that's what they can do. They got to figure out how to make a helicopter. Uh-huh. And they got to figure out. How to fucking get that money? Yeah, well, and of course they should probably cut out some of the sexual assault that they do down there in the ocean. Uh, I'll tell you what, it was a whole other thing. Women like my mom are the ones. I'm not going to say they bring it upon them, but my mom was out there like swimming with the dolphins. She's like, "Oh, I love how close they get." And then they had to have to have the lifeguard come and say, "Please stop. This is their sexual aggressive." Yes, like, I'm sure that I'm sure your mother was courting a dolphin to have sex with her. She doesn't know that, but she was like, God's talking to me through the dolphin. <laughs> God said this was a sign from God. Well, and then they go over there and it was just being like, Oh, God's trying to shoot all over your back thinking oh, there's a right. big struggling seal. Okay. It doesn't well don't call your mother a struggling seal. She'll no, never, I'm she'll just never saying, let that go. No, but you know no, that's, that's what, what we people look like to them. I, I know that's what people look like when we're swimming and we're like peak of the food chain and then and then every other animal in the water is like oh that's a fatter seal than usual must be one of those unique midwest seals that comes down here to florida during the winters yeah just uh, coughing up just fucking coughing up uh just coughing up string bikinis for men with the canadian flag on the pouch <laughs> all right well of course, we have to do our Hero of the Week, and it also goes along with animal news a little bit. I think we're to the point where the Hero of the Week is uh, should be discussed at this point. Um, so it's better we- if it's an animal. It's better if it's an animal, absolutely. So here's the Hero of the Week song. Recordings of number stations. I love listening to them, and they just, it can't be a 
All right, so Freddy the Parrot. Henry, have you heard of Freddy the Parrot? No. Okay, <laughs> very good. If you would have told me, yes, indeed, I have, and, and went on a large yes. diatribe. Of course. So Freddy the Parrot, his name is Freddy Krueger. He has made it back to a zoo after being stolen. He wasn't Aww. just, I know, it's so cute. He's such a cute parrot. He wasn't just stolen, though. He was also shot and bitten by a snake. An Amazonian parrot called Freddy Krueger has made headlines in Brazil after managing to find its way back to the zoo from which it was stolen while recovering from a four-year nightmare that saw it shot with a gun, abducted by armed thieves, and bitten by a snake. This thing, wow. if, if this bird could talk, wait a second, it can. It can. What is this parrot? What it's saying? Oh, it's got a lot of alternative views about the Jews, which is unfortunate. That's how it. That's what always happens. Well, I don't know if neo-Nazis abducted him or not, but something happened. The turquoise-fronted Amazon parrot, whose Elm Street-inspired moniker stems from its bullet-disfigured face, was pilfered from a zoo in southern uh, in the southern city of Cascaval. And uh, according to the Brazilian newspaper, Folo da de Sao Paulo. Say Paulo? I think it's Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. Freddy's capture was just the latest in a series of misadventures to affect the Amazonian bird. Um, so he really, hey, he had a hell of a lot of stuff going on. Freddy was first brought to the zoo about four years ago after being severely injured in a shootout between police and gangsters during a raid on the drug den where he had lived with the villain's owner. And again, Henry, if you are going to do something illegal, a parrot is the worst possible animal. Oh, I mean, I hate birds. No, well, I hate. I don't, I don't hate. hate birds, but I. I mean, I hate. I hate the idea of keeping a bird as a pet. I like yeah, dogs, and I, dogs keep your secrets because dogs are loyal. I agree with that. And parrots have been used in criminal cases to have the person who took care of them arrested because they'll be like, "Big boy did it," and then they'll be like, "Oh, is your nickname Big Boy?" And then the owner will be like, "It is indeed," and then that owner will go behind bars forever. So in the I just don't know how that bird then doesn't live outside of that. Isn't to kill by other birds for being a little stool pigeon? I don't. I know. It's the, it is the snitchiest of all the birds. So in the shootout, Freddy was hit in the upper beak, blinded, and suffered burns to his feathers that grow between Damn. his eyes. Earlier this month, the parrot was reportedly bitten by on the leg by a snake. Thankfully, it was non-venomous. Freddy bled profusely but survived, only to be stolen days later when three armed raiders burst into the zoo, overpowered its security guards, and made off with two parrots and a cylinder of gas. Whoa, this is like Malala. <laughs> what is going on? Did that, that, that happen to Malala? I'm not quite sure what happened. But this parrot, it's like two days later, however, Freddie returned, discovered by zoo staff, staff at the foot of a pine tree beside his cage. Um, wow. Look at wow. that. Wow. So uh, he is our hero of the week. This is according uh, to someone who works at the zoo. He says he was bit. He was. He's a bit of a wild one. That's the zoo vet was saying. So he's just. A, he's a wild parrot out there. The second parrot and gas cylinder have yet to be found. I'm a little bit concerned uh, that that parrot is um, probably burnt dead and gone <laughs> forever. I don't know why you would steal two parrots and a gas cylinder. Something tells me those people might have been on some Brazilian meth. I think that they were just, uh, you know, just excited to be awake. That could be. Could be. That's what so, happens. So Freddy well, Krueger, this... the parrot, you are the hero of the week. 
Survivors. It's all Survivors? about surviving every day. Beyonce. Beyonce did that too. She survived and she wrote a song about it. And she had those two other women that she used to have sing about it too. And then she fired them because yeah. they weren't fabulous enough to keep up with Beyonce, I think. You know. And uh, now they, uh, and their lives are ruined, I think. No, it's Michelle, Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland's still doing stuff. Kelly Rowland's still doing stuff. And the fourth, there was a fourth that, yeah, they just kind she of She is forgot. a toll worker now. Yeah. Yeah. She, she just, just went to the history of time, oh. and no one will ever see her ever again. Oh, that's sad. I would. I, there are winners and there are losers in this. Well, life. Beyonce could have helped her friends out a little bit. We always let our. We have to help our friends out. And we don't even like our friends. We help all of our all yes. of our ridiculous friends. We're saddled with this. Um, all right, everyone. Well, let's see here. Thank you all so much for listening. We are going to see you all on the road very, very soon. Uh, what do we got? We got Vancouver. We got Salt Lake City. We got Portland. We got Seattle. Can't wait. Australia is coming together. The UK is coming all together. Hope to see you all out in Berlin. Um, it's just going to be a good time, man. We're just going to hang out like friends and fam. Eat a bunch really? of cheese. It's always so excited to be back on the road. I love seeing everybody, and we love doing these shows. It's so much fun. Have we changed our rider at all from just a cheese plate, a cheese pizza? And we are. This is why I'm getting. Well, this is not why we I'm, got I'm tequila at, now. Now we have tequila as opposed to whiskey. Okay, so this is. You'll see us fatter and badder than ever. Whenever I like having. It's good to have the bread as a base because then we end up drinking. Yeah, that's very true. Um, all right, everyone. We're just getting. We're just going to look worse and worse. Every, but that's yeah. that's called what we do to ourselves to entertain you. And so every day, yeah. you got to live your life. You live your life to find truth, find justice for your friends and neighbors, even if you have to take that justice by force. Uh, you know, you got to love that you are willing to put your life and your family in the line for justice and truth. You got to love that fact about yourself. Sure, sure. And you got to laugh in the face of those that dare defy you. Any one of your enemies who dares think they can challenge your sheer rigor or will this well, week. Unless, of course, it's an officer and you were speeding and you were pulled over for said speeding. Just got to get the ticket. Sometimes I shall not be detained. Well, no Remember trying- that sentence. <laughs> yeah, like I did. Remember that sentence. When we got pulled <laughs> yes. over in L.A. Yes. by the yes. Uber driver, I was. I shall not be detained. I shall not be detained. Um, absolutely, everyone. So thank you all so much for listening, and we love you very much. And hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me, hail Satan, truly today. Hey, what's up, everyone? I am Ben Kissel, and I'm with Marcus Parks. Hi, Ben. We're going to talk to you a little bit about Abe Lincoln's Top Hat. It's the political show that Marcus and I do. It's a lot of fun. If you want to get up to date on the weekly news of politics, uh, check out the show. Uh, you know, I, I think you'll like it. I think you'll like I it. Think We're you'll reasonable. Like it. We're reasonable yeah. people. We're fine people. We're fine people. <laughs> um, so that's good. So check it out, because there is a lot to unpack, and hopefully it helps you get through your week. So hail yourselves, everyone. Thanks for listening. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Yeah.